Scallywags, scoundrels, rogues, and rebels, Asylum Studios is pleased to present a show that will bend your mind, scramble your morals, and ruin your good taste. This is not a show to take home to your mother and definitely not one for the children. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Chaos and Disorder. The long national nightmare is over. The NFL is upon us, and that's what we got going on tonight over on Chaos and Disorder. I am your host with the most, the talent, Rick Flieger, joined as always by a man who, unlike fine wine, ages like government cheese, our resident cautionary tale, the Crypt Keeper's cousin, Mr. Rick Briggs. And on the ones and twos, proof positive that God really does protect children, drunks, and fools, the bearded button monkey, the St. Mary's Sasquatch, Alejandro Finkelstein. And he nothing, blew it again. Nothing. He nothing. blows it again. I, I stopped for my yay. That was a mistake. That was <laughs> yeah. presumptive. I you stopped for my yay. You that have was to good. be in full-blown bloviating, and then all of a sudden <laughs> yeah. one will just pop in. Started thinking about it. You said St. Mary's. Yeah. Not where I'm from. Close enough. Fair enough. It, I needed the I needed the alliteration. Of course, you can follow this nonsense. Reach out and touch the show where the bathing suit covers at Chaos and Disorder on Twitter, Chaos and Disorder Pod on Facebook. Get all the show archives and the Asylum Fantasy Sports Show over at asylumfantasysports.com. And of course, if you want to email the show, pump and dump sixty nine at aol.com. Or for quicker response, possibly. <laughs> Chaos and, chaos and disorder pod at gmail.com. Uh, I'm given to understand that Finkelstein <laughs> monitors the other one very closely. Yeah, but we don't get a lot of football questions there. <laughs> well, we get no. doggy door questions, no, but no, no football. No, that's, that's Thank where you, the real Andy Frampton, for bringing happens. us in. You can find him on Facebook and TikTok at Bronco Swanson. And of course, rival lovers for the music. You can find them on Twitter at Real Rival Lovers. You can find them on where? Uh, Come on, guys. Come on. I think it's on. Is it on the wall over there this week? What wall? The wall of fame. The wall of no. fame? No. The wall of is shame? Is it on YouTube? Yes, they're on YouTube, but oh. they're also on Bandcamp. Oh, Bandcamp. Oh. I don't know why I always forget that. I love Bandcamp. It's like my second home. Next to the hubs. Well, yeah. The the various hubs and tubes I, I tend to spend a Have you a and Mitch made up yet? Maybe. It's it's in limbo. Tenuous yeah, at the moment. Bit, I was going to say, a little bit tenuous. Because, I, I don't know, we were already in studio, and you tiptoed around the law, the back hallway in the dark. But uh, I couldn't find the switch. That's, that's, <laughs> gotcha. that's what it was. Gotcha. Yeah, that's, that's the button monkey for <laughs> you right there. He doesn't know where any of the buttons are. So, Rick, like we said, kicking things off, football season, thank God, is finally upon us. So, so this uh, – we'll do a little uh, – You realize in two days oh, thank a real God. football thank game. Thank God. Thank God. So, a little public service announcement here. If you're a fan of the NFL, going to be heavy on that today. If you're only here for the dick jokes, maybe come back next week. We'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll work a few in, but for the most part – a lot of NFL. We're going to predict the season. We're going to predict the week. We, it's probably going to take up most I'll of the I'll tell show. you what we'll do. Before we oh, I thought you were going to make a dick joke. <laughs> now, I'm going to tell a joke. Get us started. Then we'll go to the oh, NFL. a joke. All right. All right. So. <laughs> have, have the sensor uh, button ready. I'm writing the time <laughs> yeah. marker down now. So, anyway, uh, a leprechaun runs into a bar, right? He runs up and jumps up on the on the uh, stool there and 
bartender comes over. He says, what do you want? He says, give me a beer. So he slaps a beer down. Well, I didn't know there would be character voices. Well, of course. you got to tell a joke with feeling. (laughs) All right. Down it goes. with one gulp. One gulp for the leprechaun. Yep. Slams that mug down right on the bar. Hops up in the bar. Runs down to the end of the bar. Where there's this big burly guy, about twice as big, but looks just like Alejandro. Only a real man. Really big. Like Mitch. And Mitch. he walks right up to him and he goes <laughs> all over his face. Oh, okay. And he runs back down to his seat and he hops out on his little stool and he goes, Bartender! And he comes over, he says, What do you want? He goes, Give me another beer. So he gives him another beer. Down it goes, one gulp. Up in the bar he goes, down to the end, down to that same burly guy. He was sitting there, you know, he just wiped his face off, and all of a sudden, <laughs> all over his face again. You know, when the guy reaches for him quick, but he's gone. Pew, no. Leprechauns are notoriously yeah, fast. fast. So back down to his seat he goes, you know, he says, bartender, yeah, yeah, give me another beer. So he puts another one down, whoop, down it goes again. Up in the bar, and he heads down to the bar. Well, the guy's sitting there, he's ready for him now, right? Got a fly swat. Yeah, so he... Runs down there, and all of a sudden, boom, he reaches out, he grabs him. Oh, all right. And he says, I don't know what you think you're doing. He said, but I think the next time you do that, he says, I think I'm just going to cut your pecker off. <laughs> Can we say pecker? Yeah, like Woody. The leprechaun looks okay. at him, and he says, I'm a leprechaun. I don't have a pecker. The guy says, you don't? He said, no. He says, well, how do you pee? <laughs> <laughs> Rick made a funny. <laughs> so let's get on with the NFL. <laughs> All right. Well, let's start out a little news, Rick. That it seemed to be. Did it feel like this T.J. Watt story kind of came out of nowhere? You, you, you yeah. think about you know, with all the tick-tocking and the nonsense that goes on in their locker room, I had no idea there was a hold-in happening. I've heard of a hold-out. I'd never heard of a hold-in before. They, they reported right after the Carolina preseason game this was a done deal, and now you're hearing they're really far apart, at least on the guaranteed money, and, right. and it's getting personal now. He's TJ's, take, TJ's taking it up. personally. Yeah. You know, he's not going to practice. If he doesn't practice, he's not going to play. What what are the Steelers doing here? I don't know. I mean, how far apart do you have to be where someone's not going to play that's still under contract? You know what I'm saying? I mean, does it need to be done now? But you should be reasonably close. Right. You would you think know, so. I, I mean, that's the point. I mean, if they were close – you would assume, okay, we'll get this thing worked out. I trust my agent. But they, they must be miles apart by the sounds of it. At least on the guaranteed money, yeah. But, but what's weird is what happened, where at least the reports, I guess the reports were wrong, that they were really close you know, a week and a half ago to now this, and you find out he's been holding in you know, the entire training camp. And I, Look, I, far be it from anyone to question the Pittsburgh Steelers' front office, right? Yeah, this is one of the – two or three best organizations, probably one of the two best-run organizations in the NFL. They always get this right. They always draft outside linebacker talent well. But this is a guy, and not in that fake, weird, creepy prime you claim you're in, in his actual prime. He's the best defensive player. That's not true. But he's one of the best defensive players in the National Football League. Right slap in the middle of his prime. Pay the man. Yeah, you're not talking about this is a good ball player. This is one of the top 
elite players of right. that position in the league. And, yeah, you just slap out a number that is commensurate with his talent and then work from there. Right. I mean, you don't. You don't lowball. You lowball people like Latavius Murray. Yeah. Okay, and, and if he takes it, fine. If he walks, that's fine too. But this ain't the cat you mess around with because things could get sour, and they will end up losing him to somebody else that they have to play twice a year, or either that, or I mean, you're just an extreme valuable loss to a defense yeah now now the other side of this coin to me is they do have him under control for essentially three more years right so i guess you don't have to get it done now but there needs to be some good faith what i don't like about this i don't i don't know what the end game i mean notoriously the roonies don't like to give out that guaranteed money right they they want to backload these contracts be able to cut you a year before you you kind of fall take start making that decline and that's what's made them this successful but we're kind of targeting now in this upcoming off season as Steeler fans is the time finally that cap relief comes you know they're doing all, all this stuff with smoke and mirrors for all these years they're going to have all this cap space right and you got TJ coming doing they can't get that deal done they wouldn't even talk to Joe Hayden Joe Hayden's already saying deuces I'm out of here after this year Again, boy, it's a tough place to try and question that front office. But what are we doing here? You've you've got a defense. You've got a championship defense right now. You get these two pieces locked up, and you hit, have that. And if you can find a lottery ticket with the quarterback, you can keep rolling and be good for another ten or fifteen years. I I, I don't know. I don't. This one's really weird to me. Maybe just because I was so stunned by it. I basically feel like I learned about this today. And <clears throat> conversely. On the Watt side of the coin, if you have that much time left, you know, do you have to get at that angry so quickly? I mean, you would think that Pittsburgh front office is smart enough to say, look, we're going to take care of you. But I, I don't know. It's... It's a tough thing. You don't like to go against the players because you know they need, you know, they're all their their shelf lives are all very limited and precarious to be quite honest about it. But yeah, like you said, he's under under contract for another 3 years and I mean, I think you could start the season and still have your agent be working in the background while you're out there performing at a level to earn what you're asking for. Right. I, I don't know. It, it's hard to question either side, but you would think that they could be a little closer and say, okay, you know, we got plenty of time to get the details worked out, but here's the ballpark. It may go up or down with, with the contract or, or with the, uh, you know, the cap space increase or just some other contracts that may come along by the time they sign him. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. This is one I get done. Yeah, it's not my money. Yeah, you know, Kevin Colbert's probably a little better at this than I am, but this is one I would get done. It, this one scares me. I, I don't like it one bit. I agree. I mean, and the thing is, they need to. I think it's smart to get it done now because 
you see what happens when guys like Pat Mahomes and Josh Allen get it done. They set the bar higher. Well, right. the next thing you know, well, that's the thing. The bar yeah. just keeps getting higher and higher, and you're losing money for the same guy. Yeah, I don't know who the next guy is to come up, but whoever it is right. is going to keep setting that bar higher. So it, it it's just strange and. Yeah, I don't know what I think about now. Again, these are just reports. Nobody's quoted as saying anything, but the TJ's taking this personally and it's creating hard feelings. Come on, you know, it's a business, right? You know, I I get tired of that. Look, I get it. It's your money. You know what you what what you do wonder though is when the reporting was it was that close. I get the impression he thought it was that close, and then something changed. Something happened here, and I don't know that we'll ever know. But get it done. Sign the man. I agree. Do you think uh, Mark Madden was as far off as he was in January? What did he say? That uh, TJ skipped the exit interview for the season and said, essentially, send my shit to Wisconsin, I'm out of here. Makes you wonder now, right? Yeah, like everybody just blasted Madden and TJ said that he doesn't, he never did that. He went to the interview. Meanwhile, Tomlin said that he didn't talk to him and all that stuff. And now it's kind of seeming like TJ was already making his way out. Yeah, there's something there, you know. And here, here's a question. You're on a basically a standard rookie deal, correct? Yeah. You're on a championship caliber defense and one of the best organizations in football. And, you know – yeah, you had a bit of a, a collapse last year um, with with the offense, but you had a great defense. You still won a division. So you're on a competing team. How can you hate it so badly? I don't know. We've seen it in the past, though, with guys just getting mad at the Steeler organization for. Well, you see it with every team, but yeah. I mean that's that's the. It's always been a question of mine. Um, I mean, you almost see like a Rogers in a way who, you know, whose ego is bigger than, you know, Flieger's feet and has been through different coaches and management and, yeah. and so forth and thinking you're more important to the organization than they really are. But he's been here a couple of years. Right. But and he, he's already ready to hit the bricks. But he's JJ's brother. Yeah. And. Well, maybe he's got an ego about that, or he's in, living in the shadows of J.J., and he wants to be bigger. Well, if he stayed in Pittsburgh, he'd definitely be bigger. I mean, he, you know, twittered away in Houston the last few years, and now he's in Arizona. Yeah. And I don't even know if he's practicing. I think the last time I saw, I think he was – I don't know, something happened to him. I'd have to go back. I don't know if he's in COVID protocol or he no, just uh, tweaked something, but – you know, I, I don't see he, him make being an impact player in Arizona all that much. Do you think the Steelers making Derek uh, captain is a little bit of a shot at TJ? Meh. Could be. I don't believe all that. Do you think the players spend that much time thinking about that stuff? I, I don't know. I mean, it's always I mean, been the, said the that's players name the think. captains. It's not. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, I think maybe – there could be something to it. Well, what I wonder, are they just playing this game? Because when I say the Steelers, 
TJ Watt doesn't have three years left on his contract. It's three years of team control. So he's got this year left on the contract. Then you got the two years of franchise tag. Or the Steelers may be playing that game. Maybe, maybe yeah, they think I've only, you know, we've really got prime TJ for two right. more years. I'll pay him the, the franchise tag number and then say la vie, off you go yeah. at that point. No, maybe that's where they're going, at least with the guaranteed money, I think that's where their mind's going. But if he's already unhappy, God, how unhappy is he going to be under a franchise No, tag? exactly. I mean, that's where you're starting to play with gas, throwing gasoline on right. the fire. When, if you have someone that's looking for at least just – in their mind, you know, the right compensation for what they're worth. They're, well, we're just going to throw the franchise tag. Right. Well, that, that's just low. You yeah. do that. Well, it's, it's what it exists for. It doesn't make sense. I never understood well, why the union agreed to that. Not, but. It exists for the players, in my mind, that they're not planning on keeping. That's fair. For the most part. Yeah. I mean, maybe not always, but. Uh, you know, just seeing, okay, well, we're good to go. If you sign it, we're good to go this year. We'll see how you do, and we'll talk about it next year. Right. You know, then they can do it again. Well, apparently and, there's no good faith between these two. Right. I, I feel like there's been a lot of t- players who they didn't get the deal done. You know, the Steelers, their hard rule, they won't negotiate with anybody once the season starts, which is dumb. I don't know why, but whatever. Again, it works for them. But, you know, it's worked for other guys. We'll get you in, in the offseason. Don't worry. And they've held true, but there doesn't seem to be that trust between TJ and, and the team right now. And it's funny that, you know, these teams act like, you know, the Steelers, but we don't negotiate during the season. They act like Mike Tomlin and the Roonies are sitting down with, with TJ during the season to yeah. hash. Like, Look, it's, it's the agent talking to some schlep in the back office and bringing offers. I mean, you know, that stuff can happen. At any time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Let, let's not play these stupid games. Yeah. Let, let, let's get it done. Let's do that. I agree. So, so, one more thing. I think maybe one quick thing, then we'll take the break. We'll come back. We'll predict the NFL season. I don't want to get into it this close to the break. But the other thing I was happy about, we're talking about football being back. College football was back last week. And what a great, great weekend of college football, starting with that scene down in Blacksburg on Friday night, coming out to the Enter Sandman, to just tremendous game. The, the Edwards are on and UCLA Sissy Blue thing. It, what a yeah. great, great weekend of college football. Yeah. Penn State knocking off Wisconsin. No, that's not Georgia Clemson. That was excellent. Excellent. Excellent football. Here's one question. And I, I try to we try to avoid this topic on here, but this one annoys me. <laughs> How far away are we from seeing a video come out on Twitter, Facebook, Insta, whatever, where everybody looks, showing an excited crowd? How long is it going to be until the first eight comments aren't some kvetching a hole saying COVID approves. I can't believe they're doing this. <laughs> yeah. I've had seventy six family members die of COVID, <laughs> and these yeah. these troglodytes are enjoying football. You can you are not allowed to enjoy anything. No, anymore. you can't. This is the no fun zone. Oh you're, my god! I I was screaming. They showed there was this video going around. The ACC network put it out. 
gist of that whole buildup and the enter Sandman and the crowd and the entrance of Virginia Tech in that game. That thing will give you chills just looking at it on your phone. Rick, I'm not BSing you the first 15 comments were how irresponsible it was. COVID approves and super spreader of it. And go F yourself, all right? Look, if you're scared, how about this? You stay home. You know, if these college kids want to go out, let them take the risk. This is here. I'm tired of it. I, there's only one thing to say to these clowns. Get off my lawn. That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Simple as that. I'm, I'm tired. Away. I'm tired of these jagaloons, no doubt. So, any concerns for Clemson, Rick? That game was a letdown. I mean, it was a closed game. Yeah, it was, it, a was, it was a letdown. I mean, concerns. Look, it's not like they lost to Colgate. I mean, they lost to the Georgia Bulldogs. I mean, that is a top-notch program. Right. That defense. Yeah, that... that's a tough football team. But, no, nah, I mean, concerns? Yeah, concerns that they could have one more slip-up and then they won't make the playoffs. Yeah, that's a problem. Somebody in the yeah. ACC always either beats them or plays them real close. Yeah, they I'm... always have a rough time with Syracuse. Syracuse always... Boston College. Boston. Was it last year? It was – it's been Boston College and Syracuse most recently. I can't yeah. remember which year. The year before that, Pitt actually beat him. Right. Beat them down there. Look, they should go through the ACC undefeated. They will be ranked in the top four and likely will be in the playoffs. But to your point, there's one slip up. And even then, I feel like the Deshaun Watson, Trevor Lawrence, Clemson teams find a way to score more than three against as great as that Georgia right. front looked. I mean, the kid had no time. I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name because I'll just butcher it and get myself canceled. But the kid really had no time. But I just feel like those other Clemson teams found a way. That that offensive line was a, was a little sketchy. Yeah. And then the quarterback. Now, that's a tough game to start with for the quarterback, right? You Maybe you schedule a cupcake and not Georgia, but – I'm not concerned, but, again, they always have that one nail-biter in the conference, and that could put them out of the conversation. Yeah, no doubt. And, you know, I mean, hats off to Georgia and Clemson for scheduling each other, you know, in week one. Because, I mean, well, that I'm was – I'm sure the TV network scheduled it for him and scheduled it with a satchel full of $100 well, bills. Yeah, satchel full of moolah. You moolah. are absolutely right. But, you know, there are – you know, there are programs out there that – they enjoy the cupcakes at the beginning of the yeah, year. And, as they and, should. these guys didn't. So, you know, and, and look, Georgia still has to go through, you know, your Alabamas, your Auburns, and your Floridas, and your LSU, and Tennessee, and so forth. Much tougher road for them to keep chugging along to get, you know, undefeated or one loss than it does Clemson. Yeah, I will say if that front seven – if that pass rush is as good as we saw and we don't find out there's a problem with the Clemson offensive line because we don't know that yet after one game, that team could challenge Alabama. And everybody else you mentioned can take a hike. That team could beat Alabama. No doubt. So, And last thing, the Notre Dame-Florida State game was great. To coaches all around the world, not just in Florida State, Quit icing your own kicker. What are you doing? I'm so tired. How many times has it happened? If you call a stupid timeout and your kicker makes the kick, it is a 100% guarantee they will miss the next one. You call a timeout to get a replay to move him closer. Meanwhile, you've got to know the kid can make that kick, right? Let him take the kick. What are you doing? 
<laughs> Agree. Frustrates the hell out of me. I know. It, it, it's it, and you see it in the pros, let alone college. Oh, it, you know, at uh, every level of football, if you call a timeout while your kicker is on the field, he is going to miss coming out of the timeout. It, it's guaranteed. It is consistent as gravity. Yep. Consistent as his drunken buffoonery. Consistent as his. Well, no, not his haircuts because no. that varies daily. It's getting whooshy now. You like that? I don't think I like the whooshy. No. I cannot get a haircut that you like. Why don't you grow the hair back and shave the beard? Nope. You get a whooshy beard. I don't know how to do a whooshy beard. I want to see just Jerry Garcia hair. What's that? That's too thin. What, your hair's too thin? Yeah. What's well, a Jerry Car- Garcia haircut? You know Jerry Garcia. Remember what he looked like? Just Grateful big, Dead? wild, and untamed. Yeah. I thought maybe there was some iteration I wasn't thinking of. Because that's what he kind of looked like before. Well, no, he looked like a sideshow Bob because he always had it shaved, but it right. was long on top. True. Well, we better take a break because we oh, got to yeah. get into these. Sell some coffee, and yeah. then we're going to predict the whole season. Get your bookie on the line. You bet. All right. Well, we'll do that. We'll come back. We'll predict the entire season, and then after the uh, sandwich read, we'll go ahead and predict week one. So you better get your pencil ready. All that and more right after this. Let's talk about our sponsor, Dead Sled Coffee. Dead Sled Coffee strives to create a culture of acceptance and respect no matter what your level of coffee knowledge is. They are distinguished coffee for the exceptional and unconventional. They offer amazing products that do not require your dictionary or your atlas to appreciate. Feel comfortable ordering their coffee and know that it is not a crime if you do not know where the beans came from or where it was processed. They have done all the work for you, having slurped and sniffed through endless cuppings so you can just sit back and enjoy your coffee experience. Not sure what to try? Well, try some of their new signature blends, the Robert England blend, the Kiss blend, and the Cypress Hill blend. Go to deadsledcoffee.com. Use the promo code DEADSLED15 and take 15% off your order. Deadsledcoffee.com. And hey, tell them Fligger and Briggs sent you. Yes, please do tell them that we sent you. And yeah, Rick... I remember you were only. Oh, and by the way, happy birthday! Oh yeah, whoopee, real happy. One day closer to death. One year closer to the the big sleep. One w- year closer to your prime, <laughs> Mister. I was I was going to honor your wish and as not you, as you should, but I won't. Happy because... birthday, buddy! <laughs> but on this day. When you, on your first birthday oh. in 1978, okay. not, September 7th, drummer Keith Moon from The Who died, passed away from a drug yeah, overdose. wasn't my fault. I was only a year that old. That, it was your fault because he knew you were born on his birthday, probably. <laughs> um, but he actually died in the same hotel room that Mama Cass died in four years to the day. Why would before. anybody stay in that hotel room? And why aren't any of the ghost shows going and investigating that? He obviously wasn't superstitious. Well, it's not a superstition. Ghosts are but real. Yeah, but it doesn't mean you're going to die. No, there's clearly a demonic entity in that room that's taking people out. I mean, makes sense. Science. But if one person dies in a room, that's just happenstance. You know, yeah, maybe but what, after Keith Moon did, it's kind of like, whoa, wait a minute now. There's, but the way Mama know. Cass died, that's not just happenstance. 
What are the odds of that? Well, what were the odds of Keith Moon dying of a drug overdose? Well, Pretty good. About 100 per- <laughs> well, well, that's yeah. fair. All right, if you factor that in. Maybe it's the universe leveling itself off. But, but if you never watched isolated films of Keith Moon drumming, I encourage you to do that for two or three minutes. Wow. I've got to be honest. That's nothing I've ever had a mind to do. A freaking wild man. And just, he looked like he was going in a million different directions at once, but he kept perfect time while he was twirling drumsticks and kicking things, and his feet were going everywhere. It was amazing. Where were his feet going? Hitting different bass drums. Oh. I should learn to drum. You've probably seen him. Yeah. He's He's pretty amazing. Yes. I want to learn how to play the guitar. You know how to play the guitar? No, I do not. My daughter can. I could come in here and strum and sing to you guys. Oh, I like this. Maybe a crooner. Why don't you learn flamenco guitar and then I can sing in Spanish and we can do like the Mex and he could do the Mexican hat dance while I'm singing and you're strumming. That'd be an interesting show. Indeed. Although that's probably video. (laughs) No, isn't that cultural appropriation? I don't think we're allowed to do that anymore. That's what Twitter that's what Twitter told me. Probably not. Yeah. But you believe Twitter. Twitter is my social conscience. Yeah. All right, we, we we could we could not stay on track today, Rick. NFL care. season is here. People need to make season long bets, Rick. So here's what True. I think we do: we're going to predict the whole season. Let's just go division by division. You got it. Give the records anything you think's worth mentioning. We'll do that, and then we'll go through predict the playoffs, and we're going to predict the Super Bowl here tonight. Oh wow! Okay. Now. You think you guys could throw out some uh, no. player awards? MVP, oh, come on. rookie. I mean, we're tr- you know. <laughs> Always got to muddy the waters, doesn't he? Yeah. He it's does. easy. Carson Wentz, MVP. Rookie right. of the year. Yeah. Carson Wentz. <laughs> Touche. He's been out damn for it, so Damn it, damn it, damn it. <laughs> All right, Rick. Let's start in our home division, the AFC North. We'll All do the right. AFC first because it becomes first in the alphabet. Well, let me go here. There it is. What just happened? Well, I had to go. I had to pull up the north. With what? My abacus. <laughs> Oi. All right. I'm going Cleveland Browns in a very competitive division. 11 and 6. Oh, you want me to do the whole division? You need the okay. whole division. Pittsburgh behind him at 10 and 7. Baltimore at 9 and 8. And Cincinnati at 5 and 12. All right, this is a little creepy, which means, number two, this is absolutely not going to happen. Okay. You and I are one game different than each other. Okay. I got Cleveland 11-6, and six, right. Pittsburgh 10-7, and seven, the Ravens 10-7, and seven, and the Bengals 5-12. and 12. That's, that's effed up. See, no. That's the Mama Cass demon is here get, in the studio. What you do is you get your tablet and your pencil out and you listen to your boys. Because this, this is what's happening. Is Mama Cast Demon a good show title? I think that one would require some explaining. Yeah, put it on the back burner for right. right now. Well, it's a good it's good enough title, I guess. All right. AFC South, Rick. AFC South. Let me find it here. Okay, I have. And I'm not as crazy about this team as I was probably back in – say june but i'm still going tennessee at 11 and 6 okay indianapolis i'm not crazy about carson wentz and after getting dinged up i'm 
I don't know. T.Y. Hilton's hurt. I got them at nine and eight. I got Jacksonville four and thirteen, and the Houston, whatever they are, one and sixteen. I believe they're the Texans. I know. Uh, were you were you going to call them something offensive and then thought better of it? <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably a good move. <laughs> yeah, I've got the order the exact same, although the uh, the the records I have different. Uh, Tennessee, Rick. I just ran a simulation here where I literally went in and picked every single game every single week. I walked out of this thing, Rick, with the Tennessee Titans at a robust fourteen and three. Robust, indeed. Robust fourteen and three, and then it gets a little poopy after that. I got the Colts at eight and nine, Jacksonville at four and thirteen, Houston at three and fourteen, and I don't know how they win three games. It's just the way the things shook out. That's like you talking about the Jets of last year. I right. don't know how they ever yeah. do it, but and I think this is how you get Tennessee to fourteen wins. I think that division's that bad. I mean, look, Indianapolis, their defense is great. I, just, I have no trust in Carson Wentz's ability to play more than eight, nine games this year. I like the weapons around him. Love Michael Pittman. Jonathan Taylor, for you fantasy guys, I think is you know a top five, six back this year. They're going to have some offense with that defense. I just don't trust the quarterback play, and I, I think it costs them. I think this was a team I was poised in the offseason before all the Wentz injuries started. I forgot you know, what a porcelain doll he was. I was ready to come in here a month ago and talk about the Indianapolis Colts being a Super Bowl contender. Now I got them under 500. That it, it's all about Carson Wentz to me. I agree. I, you I mean, should I just I'm right. don't trust him. Well, I said that before you did. So button it. <laughs> I said it first. <laughs> all right. The, <laughs> head east, Rick, to the AFC head east. east. That's a pretty good group. Is that a group? Head east. You ever hear head east, Alejandro? I have not. Okay. Ha. Never been any reason to know who Head East is. Uh, I'll check it out. Please do. Okay. You'll know exactly who Head East is. I, d- I don't think he will. Buffalo, 13-4. and four. All right. I've got New England, 10-7. and seven. I'm not buying into Tua, and I, I think the defense steps back. Miami, 8-9. And, and the Jets, I don't know how they do it, 3-14. and 14. Oh, way down on the Jets. So, once again, this, this segment's becoming butt boring because we agree on the order. Again, we're only different on the records. I've got Buffalo at, as you said, 13-4. and four. Buffalo, Buffalo's a threat to win this whole Buffalo's joint. Buffalo's tough whole football joint. Team. They play a little bit of defense, more and more weapons on offense. They find a running game. They might be Kansas City this year in terms of what they can do offensively. I also have New England at 10-7. and seven. Yeah, I think – one thing people are forgetting about, they were down last year, still close to 500, still not that far out of the playoff picture, and half their defense sat out because of COVID. Right. They're all back this year. Look, I, I don't love the rookie quarterback coming in, and the hype's getting way too much. We're just saying, oh, we've got a guy Belichick likes. He's just Tom Brady again. Look, that's never going to happen again. But I think 10 and 7 is an easy, easily realistic. Rick, I also have Miami at 10 and 7. I I think this is a team that could be poised to unseat New England up into that number two slot. I still think they find a way to win 10 games. I'm not in love with Tua either, but they brought a lot of weapons in around them. That team plays some defense. So I've got them at 10 wins in a play, and just out of the playoffs, not to scoop myself when we get to the playoffs. And Rick, I got the Jets. Maybe buying into Zach a little bit. Maybe it's just his hot mom. I don't know what it is. 
Have you seen her, by the way? I mean, it is a show. <laughs> I, I'd be afraid to leave the house if my mom looked like that. I mean, yowza. Anyhow, good egg. Bit of a silly goose, his mom. Anyhow, I got the Jets winning seven, Rick, going seven and ten. I think the East is very, very competitive this year. Wow. That is bold on the Jets. And correct. All right. No, I doubt it. Now, let's have a difference here. ASC West, Rick. Pick Denver to win it. <sighs> Kansas City. Am I right? That cannot be his that's mom. That's his mom, yes. The one that looks like Jessica Simpson 15 years ago. Yeah, that's his mom. I typed in Zach Wilson. Mom came up like Oh, yeah, because perverts <laughs> like me, that's how they spend half their work day is looking up pictures of Zach Wilson's mom. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, thank you very much. Kansas City, 13-4. It's Kansas City. Boring. Los Angeles, 10-7. and seven. The Las Vegas Raiders, 8-9. And, and I, I have Denver in the basement only because, I tell you what, they have not settled on anybody they really like at quarterback, I don't think. And I think it's going to show. Denver, 6-11. and 11. Well, we have a change in the order. The records are all the same, just a slight change <laughs> in the order. I got the Chiefs at 13-4. and four. It is boring as hell, but the Chiefs <laughs> are just that good. I got the Chargers coming in at 9-8, and eight, so I think we're a game different there, right? Did you yep. have a 10-7 and seven or 9-8? and, eight? Ten and seven. I think, once again, they just narrowly missed the playoffs. They lose these eight games by a combined four-and-a-half points somehow. <laughs> And they just missed the playoffs because this is what the Chargers do. I got Denver, Rick, at 8-9. and nine. Look, th- this is frustrating. That's a playoff defense. They've got playoff weapons surrounding a couple of quarterbacks they don't trust, they don't believe in. I think if they come in, start Teddy Bridgewater, which they're intending to, and play him all 17 games, this team will be in the playoffs. I don't think they're a Super Bowl contender will be in the playoffs. I don't think that's going to happen. He's going to have one of those 13 for 27, 85-yard, one touchdown, one pick, and the clamor is going to start for Drew Locke. And then you're going to come in, and it's going to take two or three games for everybody to realize, oh, yeah, that's Drew Locke. He stinks. And then go back to Teddy Bridgewater. Those are a couple games that are going to cost him, finish 8-9 and and miss the playoffs. And I'm just not buying Vegas. What has Vegas done I guess there's not some big clamor in that Vegas is a playoff team, but I feel like they get more respect than they deserve. They're just sort of status quo, below average. And I got them at 6-11. and So let's head over to the NFC. Rick will head back north, back north. I'll let you talk while I look up pictures of Zach Wilson's mom. All right. I still have to go with the Packers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers back. Devontae Adams back. They brought in Randall Cobb. Not that big of a deal, but Aaron Rodgers loves them. Pretty good defense. Green Bay, thirteen and four. I have Kirk Cousins and crew. Minnesota at ten and seven. I have Chicago with a little bit of uh, quarterback flux, dropping back to eight and nine, and the Lions four and thirteen. And we got a little difference here. Once again, the same division champion. So none of these people are winning their division. You can guarantee it now. Yeah, it'll be last. But... I got the Packers thirteen and four. I think it's a big year for the Packers. It's a big year. This is going to be one of those. Aaron Rodgers, yeah, yeah. thinks he's hurting everybody by winning 13 games and and perhaps going to a Super Bowl. But I really think this is going to be the Aaron Rodgers revenge tour. I got Chicago at 10 and 7. You think about it. While it's a topsy turvy quarterback situation, 
if Justin Fields is one-tenth as good as Twitter thinks he is, they may never lose a football game again. If that doesn't work out, look, Andy Dalton's a punchline to every joke. Andy Dalton's won a lot of football games in this league. And if that doesn't work out, how about a guy who won a Super Bowl? I mean, they're going to have good enough quarterback play. They play defense. You got Allen Robinson. You got the steam and unreached for Darnell Mooney. You got you got an emerging offense, a good defense. This is a playoff team, and I have them coming in at 10-7. and seven. Minnesota should be a playoff team, should be finishing 10-7. and seven. But Kirk Cousins loves to F up games when you really got to have them, and I think he does it nine times. They finish 8-9, and nine, miss the playoffs in Detroit. Why bother? Four and thirteen, and again, I don't know how they get to four. There you go. All right, where are we going? South. south. Take her south. We're going south. Okay, I'm going the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I got to go to the Super Bowl champs. Basically, everybody's back in. You know, Antonio Brown is is there full time. Hopefully, if he stays out of jail, Tampa Bay thirteen <laughs> and four. I have New Orleans second at 10-7. and seven. I think Jameis Winston is going to have a very good year. I don't think he has the weapons that Drew Brees had in some years past, but he still has Kamara. Michael Thomas may be back. But um, the division I don't think is all that good. I have Atlanta at 8-9. and nine, And Carolina, I'm, just, I'm not buying right now, 5-12. and 12. God, is this boring. I mean, the exact same order again and the same rationale Who for the second-place New Orleans Saints. I thought I was breaking some ground there. Yeah, Tampa Bay runs away with this one. I, I think they – I think they bump up and down a little bit like they did last year as Tom right. Brady just saves it up for the playoffs, especially in a 17-game season. So I got them finishing 11-6. and six. They'll just throw a couple of them away. It'll be like an NBA team who just doesn't want to play that day. I got New Orleans at 10-7 and seven as well. Everything you said, I, I thought that was something different I was doing, getting them to the playoffs. Atlanta 6-11, and 11, Carolina 5-12. and 12. Just, just not much there to talk about. All right, go East. Go East, young man. I have the Washington football team, or whatever they're going to be called. Ten and seven. I like the defense, and I like Fitzpatrick flinging it around with plenty of weapons. I have Dallas also at ten and seven. I love that offense. Not crazy about the defense. I have the Giants. I think they're precariously low on depth, but Danny Dimes, is if he doesn't break out at all this year with some semblance of Success, you know, it's time to move on. I have them at seven and ten. Philadelphia six and eleven. I still think the division is not that tough, but the you know Washington Dallas separates themselves a little bit. Well, hallelujah, we finally disagree on a division champion. Oh, you have the Cowboys. Clearly, you're wrong because the Dallas Cowboys win this division, and they win it fairly easily. I ran the simulation, Rick. It oh, seems high. So I'm convinced. Yeah, it seems high, but based on my simulation, my game by game, the amount of work I put in this rig, yeah. I, I had paper stacked to the ceiling. I know. And I came out with the Dallas Cowboys and their wimpy schedule at 12 and 5. 12 and 5, the Dallas Cowboys win this. I love the Washington football team. That's going to be my second team this year. They sneak into the playoffs, but they sneak in. There's a couple of sneaky sneaks getting in there at 9-8. and eight. They just oh. barely make it. Look, 
How many times has Ryan Fitzpatrick put a team on his back and led them to double-digit wins? It just can't happen. He's going to be good enough to get them there. He's going to be Ryan Fitzpatrick enough to give six or seven of them away himself, too. This is Ryan Fitzpatrick's Rich Gannon year. Take it to the bank, buddy. (laughs) That would be fun. I would love nothing more than to watch that. (laughs) Then, of course, the giant. Ooh, that's the sneaky sneak music. Yeah. I forgot about that. There's the Washington football. Oh, look at breaking news whenever it feels. We need to get a breaking news sounder. Do we have one? Hold on. There it is. Oh, we do. Read your breaking news. This just in. Baltimore Ravens signed Le'Veon Bell to the 53-man roster. And just to comment on that, I sent out a tweet earlier today. Because, of course, Twitter was going crazy because they were working at Le'Veon Bell. Right. And everyone is like, like you said, twirling their underwear over their head. Like a helicopter. He wasn't even a thought when Justice Hill was healthy. (laughs) What does that tell you? I mean, granted, Le'Veon Bell was a great talent quite a few years ago now in Pittsburgh. And kind of went off the deep end and thought he was bigger than the league. Didn't do much. Didn't do anything in New York. Didn't do anything in Kansas City. In fact, said Andy Reid disrespected him. <laughs> and what does he expect to do? Just waltz into Baltimore, and now he's well. I'm Le'Veon. Here I am. Well, this yeah. seems like an unfair attack on Le'Veon. <laughs> I don't think he said any of that. I think he just went and tried out and signed the contract. He will. You're mad at the fantasy nerds who are acting like this is going to be some fantasy revelation, which exactly. it will not. Oh, no. it, it will be for sure. He's one of the best receiving running backs of all time, and Lamar will just check down to him constantly. I don't think he's going to be on the oh, field he's enough. he's going to be the starter. He's being Twitter guy. I like it. Yeah. He's starting. Not this week. Not this week. No, he's he needs at T-T. least. Twitter troll. Well, this is a live Twitter troll. Let's not call it TT. Thank you. TT Finkelstein. Oh, <laughs> this, this just over with. That, that, that's going to stick, I have a feeling. Thank you. Yeah, but he needs like a good eight days to get the playbook down. He'll, oh, Gus Edwards yeah. will be nothing. So not till week two before right. he takes yeah, yeah. over. I like and and, and the, another thing that you forgot to mention is John Harbaugh is very tolerant of insolence. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. He will applaud Le'Veon's. He is nothing if not a player's coach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he will applaud Le'Veon's individuality oh, well, yeah. and ex- eccentricities. He will be front row at all the rap concerts. <laughs> exactly. All right, where are we at? We just finished the East where you were wrong and I was right. Now we head out West, Rick. This, this was the toughest I, one to call. And just, I surprised myself in my simulation. Little tease there, but you go ahead. I surprised myself, too. And I, in your blind guess? No, I, my blind guess. In my analytical mind. It was right, just, it's analytical. What I say? When you call it analytical, it kind of Well, no, I disproved. said analyticals. I think you said analytical. Well, analytical is when you add numbers together analytically. I think you just made that up. I'm pretty sure that's a war- that's a thing. Damn liar. <laughs> damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. Anyway. Get off my lawn. I got Arizona at 11 and 6. Whoa. Okay. San Francisco at 11 and 6. Okay. I have the Rams at 10 and 7 and Whoa. I have, I have Seattle at 7 and 10. <laughs> Whoa. 
I, I know your boy Stafford's taking the division. No. 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 I'm stunned as well. No, I, I, I want to hear. G. I want to hear. You've got you got Arizona winning that, Blicky. I actually do. Is this all Kyler? Where, where's this coming from? Kyler and that offense, I think it carries a load enough, and I think the defense is good enough, you know, to have that offense score more points. It's just simple as that. It's not complicated. I think that offense is going to be rolling this year. Oh, I, I wish I'd have given you my mathematical formulations so that you didn't make this horrific, horrific error in judgment, Rick. We all want to be different. Because the division's going to be more competitive this year. We all want to be different because Russell Wilson's always whining and unhappy. See, but we can't be different, Rick. People. We can't be different. Seattle's going to win this thing again. No, they're not. See, this thing, we're mistaking. Here's the biggest mistake everybody's making, Rick, including you. Here's the mistake you're all making. We think because this division's going to be very competitive, they're all going to be very good. These teams all end up beating up on each other and all ended up all end up finishing around 500. Seattle Seahawks win this division with a 10 and 7 record. Take it to the bank. Write it down. Well, you have that deal. you have that okay, I granted you said Seattle and I said Arizona, but I had 11 and 6, you had 10 and 7. It's not like I said they were going to be 14 and 3. But you got them all winning double-digit games. And they can't, Rick, which is why the San Francisco 49ers come in second in that division. My boy Jimmy G plays every game this year, but they finish 9-8. and eight. Arizona, you're a parent Super Bowl champions. Oh, God. Kyler Murray. Oh, God. Nah. 8-9, and nine, below yeah. 500 once again. And it hurts my heart. I love Matt Stafford. He's going to throw for five this year five write it down but he's going to throw a few away and they finish seven and ten and miss the playoffs again and one thing that i can say about your prediction right there because it's just totally wrong it's not it's not only is it just ill-gotten ill-gotten from your (laughs) drunken stupor (laughs) after friday night you made it up no and uh, the, I ran the algorithm. Yeah, and then the you algorithm. Probably, you probably opened up a can of those pickled peppers or whatever them are over <laughs> Peter there. Peter Piper picked them. Yeah, and a they peck just, of them. Yeah, and they peckered up your head. <laughs> they peckered up. There it is. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Hold on, you keep talking. I'm I just saying that was just a horrible, horrible prediction. Peckered now, in a Christmas up. show, we need to have the <laughs> NFC West. Okay. Well, we will. For the Christmas show. What, on yeah. the show? Yes. What are you talking about? All of them? Well, boy, that would be. <laughs> Studio's nice, not it? big enough. Could you imagine having Kyler and Russell and Jimmy G and, and Aaron Matt Donald knocking there? them all on their asses? I don't know about Aaron Donald. Yeah, he's my boy. Yeah, but he'd say something stupid and then uh, he'd want to get true. kill everybody. Be beating up Mitch. Aaron Donald's a lover. That's true. Yeah, he's an, he's only mean on the field. T.T. Finkelstein. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll. Read something that you put out there, and he'll be pissed. Fair. <laughs> All right. All right, playoffs. So let's sell – oh, yeah, oh, playoffs. Yeah, I'm sorry. Playoffs? Let's go, playoffs? Let's go to the AFC. All right, the AFC. Where Buffalo and Kansas City have buys in my playoffs. Well, that's not going to work since only one team gets a buy. Oh, that's right. 
Oh, so you my. didn't run the I, algorithm. Yes, I. Well, no, I don't do stuff so like that. So you're short on a team. You're so. Well, that's okay though. That's actually okay. Okay. Because right. now I can get more teams in. You pad, and I'll just figure it out. Analytical. Analytical, indeed. Yeah. All right. I Rick. will analytically analyze this whole situation. So obviously, based on the algorithm, the Tennessee Titans get the one and only buy in the AFC. <laughs> Followed by the Kansas City Chiefs, the Bills at three, the Browns at four, the Steelers at five, Ravens at six, Patriots at seven. So, wild card card weekend. The Steelers are at the Browns where the Steelers avenge last year's embarrassment and move on to the next round. The Patriots at the Chiefs, eh, uh, that's where Mac Jones, it'll come crashing to an end for him. And the Ravens go into go into uh, Orchard Park and get blasted as Lamar Jackson once again gags it away in the playoffs in the Bills. So I've got the Titans and the Steelers, the Chiefs and the, Bill, the Bills. The Titans whack the Steelers once again. They, they fall short in the playoffs. The Bills, Rick, go on the road into Arrowhead and slay the Giants and eliminate Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs right there. AFC Championship, Bills at Titans, and yours and mine and everyone's favorite, the Tennessee Titans roll on through and into the Super Bowl. Wow. Write it down. I just feel like I walked out of a Dr. Seuss novel. Some (laughs) acid-fueled fantasy you know he says all that we've got six of the same seven playoff teams probably <laughs> <laughs> i have buffalo on a bye uh kansas city at two cleveland at three tennessee at four new england pittsburgh and the charges making it okay i have of course kansas city and la kansas city wins well, I would hope because so. Because Kansas City is LA is not even going to be there. I so have, it should be an easy game. Actually, I have Pittsburgh avenging a loss from last year in the playoffs to Cleveland. I believe that's something I said, and you accused me of using narcotics. Well, no, but that, no, that makes sense. And I have Tennessee beating New England. Mac Jones isn't ready. No. Okay? Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Yeah, it After does. the way he attacked me. Rookie of the year. Carson Wentz. T.T. Finkelstein. This is going to be a thing. I like it. I'd, I'd buy a T.T. Finkelstein t-shirt. Uh, me too. <laughs> Definitely. We'd have to figure out what a troll looks like. Like pointy ears with a beard. My ears are not pointy. <laughs> no, but trolls are. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then we have, uh, let's see, where am I at here? Buh, 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 buh. Oh, yes. Kansas City. Beats Tennessee. No, that's wrong. Did you not hear him earlier? (laughs) Were you not listening? (laughs) Just to that first three quarters. (laughs) That's just pitiful. And, of course, Pittsburgh gets whacked by Buffalo. Yeah. And Buffalo goes to the Super Bowl as they beat Kansas City. So, Buffalo, Kansas City, the AFC Championship game. Indubitable. Real original. Well, you had Tennessee go in. So, they went to the Super Bowl. I know. And that's wrong. Check the algorithm, pal. I don't have to. Can't argue with math. Don't have to. All right. I analytically in, analyzed it. 
into the NFC, where again, only one team gets the bye week, and that will be the Green Bay Packers. The number two seed, Dallas, hosts Washington. Number four seed, Seattle, hosts New Orleans. And then the number three seed, Tampa Bay Bucks, hosts the Bears. So heading out, we'll start with that Bears-Tampa Bay game. Obviously, Tampa Bay waxed the Bears in the playoffs and Justin Fields. Seattle beats New Orleans at home and upset of the playoffs. There's got to be one big one wild card weekend as the Washington football team, my NFC squad this year, takes out Dallas and moves on to play the play the Packers. Of course, the Green Bay beats, beats Washington there to get to another NFC title. Tampa Bay beat Seattle to get to another NFC title game. The NFC is boring as hell because there's really only two or three game, two or three teams worth the bullet to shoot them. But I'm going to have Aaron Rodgers as part of his revenge tour moving on to the Super Bowl to take on my Tennessee Titans. Some of that made sense. All of it made sense. For it's the change. algorithm, Rick. For a change. But as I anal- analytically analyzed, analytically it, analyzed yes. my anus, oh. <laughs> no, I, never, I just said the quiet no. part out loud. <laughs> uh, Green Bay Packers, the bye, obviously, narrowly getting the bye narrowly, over Tampa Bay. Tampa is is the number two. The the number three seed was the Arizona Cardinals. No, they didn't even and, make the playoffs. Well, Were you not listening? The Washington football team, number five. Then the Dallas Cowboys, or excuse me, the San Francisco 49ers and the Dallas Cowboys. And New Orleans Saints actually edged out Kirk Cousins because I don't trust Kirk Cousins to get that. So I took Jameis over Kirk. No, it's no algorithm. That's why your pick stinks so bad. You didn't use the algorithm. (sighs) Algorithm. Science. We're waiting. I'm hungry. This show's running long. We don't care. But this, I do. Yeah, but I don't care if you care. I need a treat. I've done a good show. I've earned a treat. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Oh, that was creepy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. What's the opposite of an erection? That's what I have right now. <laughs> like the polar opposite. <laughs> I don't know. Just looking at you gives me, like, nausea, so what the hell? Maybe it's nausea. Anyhow, (laughs) NFC playoffs. All right. Okay, the number two seed, Tampa Bay, takes on number seven, New Orleans, division. Uh Uh-huh. Division upset, pal. Oh, you're taking out Tampa Bay? Saints take out Tampa Bay, baby. Yes, indeed. So no, no. Let's not start with the what? with the trolling. I am preparing sound for the commercial. No, you're you not. Make your all, you make your dumb picks before not. I tell you who wins the Super Bowl. <laughs> Arizona takes out division rival San Francisco, or excuse me, Dallas. I'm sorry, and then and um, San Francisco takes out Washington. Okay, are you, what are you doing? I'm preparing the commercial. Okay. You don't worry about me. Okay, then we have Green Bay overtaking the Saints, and I have San Francisco making it to the conference finals. What? Yeah. They didn't even make the playoffs. Yes, they did. And Green Bay makes it to the Super Bowl. Okay. Buffalo Bills finally get the Super oh, Bowl Oh, you're win. putting them over the top, finally. Yes, sir, baby. Well, that, that is exciting, and I would enjoy watching that. And part of me hopes it happens. I, I really do. I'm rooting for it. However, while you're fumbling around there, 
Howen. How boring for the networks would it be if it was like... Wrong, 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 wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. Let's play Buffalo and say, what would be a good team? You know, Minnesota or something for the Super Bowl. They would like... Oh, or... Well, well you know someone not. else who's never won a Super Bowl, Rick, is the Tampa Bay. The Tampa Bay. No, they no, won. I think they year. did win. The yes. Tennessee Titans, if you didn't have me so distracted. And the Tennessee Titans. Boy, they came close that one year. Yeah. In a yard. Take that smug, arrogant, filthy, hippie Aaron Rodgers and grab him by the throat and just stomp a mud hole in his ass and walk it dry, and the Tennessee Titans win the Super Bowl. There it is. Boom. You know what I like to see? Tennessee do everything that you just said with about 30 seconds ago, and they're leading by six. He waltzes on the field, <laughs> marches them down, scores a touchdown. They win. He flips everybody off and says, I told you so. And walks Please. into the Tennessee locker room and, in, and joins their team. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get out of here. we got to sell some sandwiches. Rick. Get, keep that bookie on the line. Now you got your season-long bets. Now – we got to pick week one because week one is upon us. So get the bookie ready. Get out that FanDuel app. We'll have your all your picks right after this. Chip chop. Let's go. We would like to take this opportunity to tell you about our sponsor and friends, the Chop Shop in Butler, Pennsylvania. The Chop Shop is leading the way in the western Pennsylvania area for good eats. With fresh menus, great specials, in-house made desserts, and the recently added iced tea, lemonade, and milkshake bar, you're sure to find something to fulfill that craving or hankering, and even a little something extra for that sweet tooth. Yep, they even have gluten-free and vegetarian options as well. You know, between Facebook, Google, Yelp, and TripAdvisor, they average 4.7 out of 5, and that's over a 10-year span, so they are consistently killing it. You can check them out on Facebook, but also at ChopShopButler.com. Or do yourself a favor and visit them at 108 North Main Street, Butler, Pennsylvania. And tell them Flager and Briggs sent you. (laughs) Ulrich, we know, we know. Welcome back into Chaos and Disorder. It's been a... You knew that song, right? I did. All right. Did you really, or are you just... Yeah, it was in Dazed and Confused. It was in Dazed and Confused. A movie, yeah, yes. believe it or not, that I have seen. And so you should have recognized the song. I, I do not. I don't re- recognize the song. I just remember the uh, the movie. <laughs> I was going to say, the movie? I, I wanted to say song, but that would have been wrong. So, Do you recall hearing the Jackson C. Frank song in Joker? Oh, yeah. That was cool. Yeah. Okay, we're ready to predict week one. All right, we will do it. We will start out Thursday night, Rick. Thank God it is here. The Dallas Cowboys catching eight, catching eight going into Tampa Bay. Well, I'm just knocking it down right from the get-go. I have the Cowboys upsetting the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers 27-24, so that gives me the Cowboys win and cover. Yeah, yeah, winning outright. I, I think this is a closer game. I don't know if I think it's going to be a closer game than the book than Vegas thinks it is or I want it to be <laughs> since it's week one. I don't see 
I just don't see Tom Brady losing that game, national TV coming off the championship. I think it's closer. I think it's a little sloppy uh, early on, but I got Tampa Bay here 27-23, which would be a Tampa win, but but with Dallas covering here. So, all right, moving on to Sunday, Rick. The Eagles getting three and a half heading into Atlanta. All right. Well, I, have, I think the Eagles, they've got a lot to, to figure out. And I'm going to Falcons. You know, I mean, look, it, it's all Matt Ryan and everything's still kind of okay that way. I got the Falcons 30, Eagles 23. If you had any doubt the Falcons were going to win, Rick Briggs' brilliant analysis that Matt Ryan's still kind of okay should push you over the top and let you know the Falcons are going to win this thing. No the, no, the point is that, you know, he's been there so long. That offense, there's, there's really not a lot of adjustment. There's not a lot of learning curve there. The Eagles still, they made it known. They're not in on their quarterback. No. And, no, they, I mean, they want no part of it. They're a mess. So, I mean, that's, that's the only point I'm talking about. The Falcons are a lot more – together as a team as bad as they are the one thing i don't like is the falcons being over a field goal favorite against anybody but i'm going to take it here i don't think this game is close i think there is some hard feelings some gardner Minshew hard feelings of just how little trust the eagles have in jalen hurts and i think it manifests itself early on and i think this is a boat rate boat race rick i got the falcons 31 17 all right, Rick, our Pittsburgh Steelers catching six and a half heading to Orchard Park to take on the Bills. I know I'm kind of optimistic on this one, but I, I'm taking the six and a half of the Steelers. I think the Bills win. I, I have the Bills edging out the Steelers 27-24, but I have the Bills win, but a Steeler cover. That is freaking weird. Bills 27, Steelers 24. Yeah. I, what I see happening is I think Buffalo jumps all over the Steelers, and then I think this is the healthiest, this is the best Ben Roethlisberger you're going to get this week. I don't like that environment. I see then the Steelers coming back, and in the end, Buffalo's talent winning this thing out. But I think it's a close game. So, yeah, I'm going to take those points with the Steelers, but give the, give the Bills the outright win. All right, Rick, your boys, the Minnesota Vikings, who you consistently overrate in that ne'er-do-well Kirk Cousins, they are laying three on the road in Cincinnati. And I think that's enough. I'm going Vikings 34, Bengals 30. I, I still think the Bengals – Look, Burrow's back, but he, he may be a little tentative. I I tell you what, they got enough weapons, though. Joe Mixon, a lot of people touting that this is going to be his year. Like gotta, last year yeah, and I the year before. It. I'm going Vikings 34, Bengals 30, win and cover. Yeah, I'm going to take the Vikings to cover here, too. I, I think they're able to exploit that, that Cincinnati secondary. Oddly enough, I have them at 34 as well. I got, I'm going to have to see Joe Burrow's healthy before I believe Joe Burrow's 100% healthy and right back to kind of where he left off when he got injured. See, I got the Vikings winning and covering here by a, by a touchdown, 34-27. All right, Rick, the 49ers are you mis- absurdly having the playoffs, laying seven and a half on the road in Detroit. Yeah, and on the road, laying seven and a half, usually that's a red flag. I'm not buying the lines. I, I, I'm just not. I have 49ers, 28, Lions, 17. as a win in the cover of San Francisco. I don't like quarterback turmoil. And even if maybe it's manufactured in the media, they can't get Jimmy G out of that game soon enough or out of, out of the lineup soon enough. It's not going to happen in this game. 
49ers clearly win this thing. I think they struggle a bit offensively getting started. Too much hype surrounding the entire wide receiver crew is Jerry Rice times six. Every running back they have on the roster is the best fantasy running back ever to live. I think that <laughs> offense comes out with a thud. I think it's still enough to win the game. I got them winning 20 to 13, which would be a Lions cover. So wow. I got the Niners outright and the Lions covering. All right, Rick, again with teams, you vastly overrate the Cardinals getting three on the road in Tennessee. The Cardinals getting three, yeah, that, that is, uh, they're in Tennessee. I think that's quite a bit, actually. Um, look, I, I'm going with the Cardinals. I'm buying into the Cardinals. I think it's a week one upset. Cardinals 31, Tennessee 29, so a win and cover for the Cards. Wrong, 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 wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. You're wrong. Yeah, that's, uh, I don't know, these, these red-colored glasses you're wearing for Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals. Rick, this game is boat race, boat race city coming right out the gate on their way to a Super Bowl victory. The Titans run the Cardinals right out of the building 40-27. to 27. He's a fantasy football genius, okay? It's no wife, no job, just pure I don't know what this has to do with knowledge. anything. Let's put him on the board. Hal Schmazzoli. Got it. Now you're just Champion smashing buttons. <laughs> it's the same button because it all makes no sense, and that's exactly what you no, just no, said. You're, you're, but this is the year he finally puts it together. That. He sucks. He sucks. <laughs> that's hurtful. All right, Rick, Seahawks laying two and a half on the road in Indy. Oh, this was a toughie. Uh, in my, I know, you know, you have, you know, all this man love for Seattle, and, you know, you probably have them winning the Super Bowl in your mind, but you was afraid to say it. I got Indianapolis. I, I'm going Indianapolis 27, Seattle 26. I thought this is going to be another one where, where we could separate a little bit, at least on the straight up. You know, I like the Colts here. As much as I don't like the Colts' long-term prospects, and I like Seattle's long-term prospects, what's one thing we know about Seattle? They're going to be 2-4. and four. Right, this is what they do. We're going to declare them dead. We're going to declare Russell Wilson dead. So I think they come out here. Colts get a win. What that offense in Seattle historically and Russell Wilson starts slow. I think that's what we see happen here. So I got the Colts winning outright, twenty three twenty. And what was the spread on this one? Uh, two and a half. But if you took the Colts, it doesn't right. matter. Right, you got exactly. the Colts yeah. winning outright. All right, Rick. A weird line here. The Chargers one point favorites on the road in Washington. All right, let me see where that – okay, there we go. We have on the road the Chargers a favorite in Washington. I think that defense is all over Herbert. And, you know, I it's – he's going to have a good year, but I don't think it's going to be a week one. I have Washington 23, Chargers 21. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I think – I mean, this is basically a pick em. It's weird that the Chargers would get that point at home – or on the road. However, same thing, you know – you. Justin Herbert isn't sneaking up on anybody anymore. Washington's healthy. This is going to be the best Ryan Fitzpatrick you're going to get, and I think Chase Young gets it done, and Washington wins 26-24. All right, Rick, the Jets getting five on the road in Carolina. Right out the gate, the Sam Darnold revenge game. All right, I got to find here. Go ahead and pad. I'm, I'm lost here. I'm on the wrong page. Oh, of get course you okay. are. All right, Rick, th- th- this one's tough for me. I'm, I'm – 
I'm going to take the revenge narrative a little bit. Zach Wilson, even with that hot mom, it's his first game. It's on the road. It's not the worst environment to go to, but it's going to be a tough one. I think a whole lot of Christian McCaffrey here, and I'm going to take the Panthers to winning cover, 29-19. to 19. I have the Panthers winning as well. I think it's going to be pretty close a bit. Um, I, I think he gets his revenge. I think Carolina 23, Jets 20. Oh, so you got a Jets cover there. Yes, sir. Uh, lots of people make money betting on the Jets against the line, so that's a good idea. All right, Rick, the Jaguars, I, you're not going to get to say this very often. The Jaguars, two-and-a-half-point road favorites in Houston. Yeah, and you know what? I think I don't think we're going to say this a whole lot this year either, but I think that's fine, and I think the Jags are going to win. I have Jags 30, Houston 20. So they win in cover. How many times are you going to say that one? Huh? Yeah, yeah, they're going to win in cover, but they, those scores are awfully optimistic. I, I think this is going to look like some low-level JUCO football. I think it's going to be a slog. I think it's going to be ugly. I'm going to take the Jags to win by a field goal here, 16-13, to 13, and I don't know how they combine for 29. i got to be honest with I'm you. I'm still waiting on your patented – 11 to 4 game or 11 to 6 or something like that. The, the, the day will come, you know this. <laughs> All right, Rick, the Browns getting 6 on the road in Arrowhead. Yeah, I tell you what, that is a ton when you when you're as good as the Cleveland Browns even though you are playing the Chiefs. This is one of my, you know, get out the horns, man. Whoa. Browns upset the Chiefs 28-27. Whoa. In Arrowhead, pal. <laughs> I don't know if that's a real no sell. I thought it was kind of a bold prediction here. That's the only horns we have. I got you. <laughs> Hold on. Do I have horns? Didn't we have some royalty? I have horns. You had those other royalty sounds. Do I? Yeah. I don't know. We've completely derailed the show. We've damn, got it, to get to damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Damn <laughs> it. I never get my due. That's a bold prediction. I mean, it's wrong. It's dead wrong, but it's a bold prediction. I actually do have the Browns covering. I think this is a pretty good game. I think they 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 played them tough last year. Browns got a lot of talent. Chiefs ultimately win this thing, but I'm going to take this. I think this is going to be the game of the week, and the Chiefs win this thing 33-31. to All right, Rick, the Dolphins getting three in Foxborough, taking on Mac Jones and the Pats. Well, I'll tell you what, that would – that's something that I don't like to do, so I will adjust it by a point because I actually had the Patriots beating the Dolphins 24-21, to but I'm going to make it a Dolphin cover because they, they seem to play them pretty tough in Foxborough. So I'll go 24-22 Pat, so I'll give it a Dolphin cover. Yeah, I, I think they come firing out of the gates here, the Patriots, that is, defensively specifically, and I think that's enough for them to get the cover. Mac Jones, doesn't it just feel like Mac Jones will come out and have a big week and get way, way overhyped, and we'll start comparing him to Tom Brady and to an astronaut and to everything else. I just, I feel that narrative coming, which would require a pretty big Patriots win, so I've got them 29-23. All right, Rick, the Packers laying four on the road in New Orleans. Or actually, in, in where are they playing in that game in India? Yeah, I believe. Wherever, yeah, it's not in New Orleans. Is it Indy? Where are they playing? I think it's in Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I think it is in Jacksonville. <laughs> Why not? Jacksonville plays in London. Packers <laughs> might as well play in Jacksonville. <laughs> I, I have the Packers covering. I, I have them winning by six, 34 to 28. Yeah, yeah. It's, 
I was looking for every excuse to pick the Saints in this game. You've got the narrative of being displaced and for the city of New Orleans, and but this isn't coming back and playing Atlanta like they did after Katrina, right? No, this and is it's Aaron. not Drew Brees and Michael yeah. Thomas. And, yeah, this and is company. Aaron Rodgers coming in. I think they win fairly comfortably, but it could be a pretty high-scoring game. I've actually got the Packers winning and covering here 43-33. to All right, Rick, the Broncos laying two-and-a-half on the road at the Giants. Yeah, see, if we had the proper horns, I would I would like to predict yet another one. I don't remember what horns you're talking about. I don't have horns on the board. Did, did we do horns before? Yes, it was like a royal. Well, why aren't they on your board? Then? I don't know. I have no idea why. That ain't it. <laughs> That's certainly well. <laughs> I I have a feeling with the point with the, with the pick you're about to make that would be a apropos. I I. Look, I I know I like Teddy Bridgewater. I think he's a great story. I I, I wish him well. I I would like to see him saying he's our guy, bar anything. But I think they're just looking for a mistake to to put Locke back in. But anyway, I'm going Giants twenty six, Broncos twenty three. Wrong, 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 wrong. Win, boy. Wrong, Win. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Are you gonna get your act wrong. together? That one's just not even close, Rick. I mean, I don't – in every we'll position see. group, save maybe for running back, and I don't trust Saquon Barkley's health, at every position group, the Denver Broncos are better than the New York Giants. I think this is low scoring and ugly because of Teddy Bridgewater, but the Broncos winning cover here in 1916. Ajayi. <laughs> He's not showing up to help the Giants either. <laughs> All right, Rick, Sunday night football. Here's a line that stunned me. The Bears getting seven and a half. The Bears getting seven and a half on the road in L.A. taking on the Rams. That number blew my mind. That is a ton of points. I have the Rams winning this game at home, but I have the Bears covering. I I have Rams winning by a touchdown, 27-20. I think it's going to be a pretty tight defensive game, especially at first. Um that I have the Rams winning, but Bears cover. Yeah, I, I this doesn't even feel like an upset to me, but I guess this is my upset special of the week. I got the Bears winning this thing outright 27-23. I think, if anything, this is a coin flip. I don't know what it is. Well, you can tell it's You're about time to wrap up the show. <laughs> Mitch is tearing crap apart yeah, can here. Can we get the show, like, come on, let's go. <laughs> Oh, yeah, now all of a sudden he's me, Mr. Producer mm-hmm. here. Yeah, so. yeah we're way we're – way, Come on, guys. Let's Do you go. have to pee? Is no. that the problem? No, no. Nope. No, no. You know, he's wanting to get in that back hallway out the back door. That's what it is because Mitch is upstairs. All right. Bears outright 27-23. And Monday night football, the Ravens laying four and a half on the road in Las Vegas. Surprising that's just enough. I'm going for a pretty close game. I, I have the Ravens winning 22-17. to Yeah, I got it 33-27. Ravens always start hot, and I think they do it again here. Well – all right. Alejandro. We're waiting for you. Mr. Producer. Yeah, you were trying to shut everything down, and now we wait. Ooh. I figured this was appropriate because I have a feeling on Friday we'll talk about the draft. Yeah. And this is just perfect for Yeah, this, this song does encapsulate that draft, so it was terrible. I enjoyed it. Because you were 100 years old. You were home and in bed by 11. Anyhow. Actually, do you realize I stayed up, entered all the rosters into 
the website that night when you got up at, well, of course, you didn't get up till noon, but when Alejandro woke up with the chickens, they were there. And then did you sleep in till 7.15 that next morning? No, 6.30. God almighty. Yes, God. sir. I mean, I know it was late, but. I don't want to get old. Anyhow, let's get out of here. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back next week, same time, same channel. Don't forget, at Chaos and Disorder on Twitter, Chaos and Disorder Pod on Facebook, AsylumFantasySports.com, and, of course, PumpinDump69 at AOL.com if you want to be a part of the show. Until next time, we'll see you. Chaos and Disorder Pod at gmail.com. Send them in. Get everything in. Well, silent football for questions, but anything right. about this show, that's the address, not his stick. Say take, take care. care. Thank God. Shut up. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great song. Yeah. And nobody wants to get drunk. Don't ruin it. Okay. Loud. Why does he have to ruin everything? It's his thing. Your head is sitting there drinking Pepsi. <laughs> and you wanted to end this. Well, I thought Mitch was behind me for a second, so <laughs> I heard the door open. Yeah, you ever see him move so fast? Wow. Man, just a, the Amazon delivery guy. He about jumped out of his skin. Good Lord. How does he have the code to get in here? Mitch let him in. Yeah. So he's... He's still here. Well, he's well, here. Yeah, right? you heard him up there. He knows not to come into the studio. So if we just let things run. Oh, he's so you just want to bolt. He's here till like 11. So, I mean. Yeah, he works 3 to 11, I think. Oh, man. All right, hasta luego. Bye, horse.